Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> So, uh, since this morning, I've gotten some questions from people who are not familiar with the term shadow banning uh, and are asking exactly what it is. So, I want to take a minute to show you. For example, when people try to type my name into the search box on Instagram or the Discover box, uh, my account does not show up. Whether you type in Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard, it just, it literally does not show up. I'm also getting a lot of reports from people who are trying to at me, at my name, at Tulsi Gabbard, and mention me in their Instagram stories or posts. and they're getting a warning that says this account has posted false information. Um, obviously, they're not providing us or whoever's trying to post this examples of what this misinformation is or uh, what exactly they're talking about. Uh, people try to tag me in an Instagram post and they get an error saying, we are restricting certain activity to protect our community. What, what are they protecting their community from? Nobody knows. Another thing is just with my posts, uh, I would say that with the numbers of views and the numbers of likes, they're down. So uh, that, that just gives you a little bit of an idea of what shadow banning is and, and what the effects are. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday saying, hey, how come they're allowed to do this? I know very well that these big tech companies have a lot of Congress in their back pocket. And so while you'll hear Democrats and Republicans railing against, you know, suppression, maybe, you know, I don't know actually what the, what the split is between Democrats and Republicans, but you'll hear politicians railing against, you know, the power of big tech monopolies and something's got to be done. Well, Congress hasn't done anything yet. And big tech money uh, is the reason why. So as long as we have these cowardly leaders in place, I don't anticipate any real change. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm being shadow banned. I, I don't think uh, hardly anything you post gets any reactions, hardly ever, if at all. Not to mention even just taking myself out of the equation because I don't have as many followers as some of the larger um, commentators or, or just even any other popular people. If you look at the ratio of how many interactions they have per, let's say, tweet, versus how many followers they have. I mean, it's it's not even close. It's barely even uh, 10%. Some of it's barely even 1% of interaction. You take somebody like, uh, probably a famous one, a lot of people will know, like somebody like a cat turd. And he has over 600,000 followers. And on an average tweet, he may get, uh, you know, maybe 800 to 1500 retweets, maybe on a, on a really good one, he'll get a couple thousand retweets, get maybe a couple thousand likes and a few hundred comments. Considering you have 6,000 followers, people that choose to follow you, they see what you're doing, they like what you're doing, they hit the follow button. Maybe there's a good portion of them that just want to see what you're saying, but don't really interact much. But out of 600,000, even if it's a 60-40 split, his tweets should be slamming. I mean, uh, you know, tens of thousands of retweets and comments and likes, but you don't ever see that. Tulsi Gabbard's definitely not the first. She's not going to be the last. But her conclusion that the reason that 
these big tech companies have the ability to shadow ban you is because they're in the pockets of the people in Washington is 100% true. So what, what the ultimate conclusion, and probably nobody knows better than her because she's actually been up there with these people. So she knows the mentality of these people. She sees where the money goes. She sees who the big donors are. They know who they got to kiss up to to make sure that they have enough money to fund themselves in their reelection campaigns. So they know where, where, where it's at and where it all is. I think this was the big push for creating alternate spaces where you don't have these types of problems just so far. None of them have worked out the way we had all hoped. I am personally still not on truth. I'm continuing to try to get on truth. And when I do, I will be able to check that out for myself. Any of the other ones that I am on, Clout Hub, you don't get a whole lot of interaction on. I also don't think there's that many users on there. Um... Gab, it seems like Gab's like pay to play. You can have a free account. You get some light interaction on the free account, but it looks like if you pay, then you're more of a featured account. If you do the lifetime for 500 or the annual, whatever that is, um, they'll end up putting the messages you say out front. It's kind of like a pay to play deal. So, I mean, <clears throat> Parlor, you saw what happened to Parlor. Parlor was kind of gaining a lot of steam. A lot of more people were using Parlor. Candace Owens was uh, a big advocate of Parler when it first came out. Dan Bongino, Parler, because of the big tech, the way it is, and how it's all very one-sided. Once uh, Amazon shut down the servers to them, Parler went down, and they were down for quite some time. I think they were down for probably two or three months, if my memory serves me correctly. By the time they came back up, it's not the same community. A lot of people moved on, and ended up going back to the place that abuses you the most because there is no other alternative. Rumble's getting going as far as videos go. It's a little bit of a learning curve on how to use it. It's not exactly like YouTube, although I think it functions well enough um, and you don't worry about what you put on there as of right now. Most other platforms, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to get censored on and until something better comes along. Uh, I don't know when that will be in the future, but hopefully people are still trying to develop it. And at some point here, we could have some alternative places to go to that still allow you to speak freely, you know, in a, uh, and don't censor you for your political views. All right. Um, something I read over the weekend, uh, I was kind of blown away by the article and, and I didn't get it. Uh, chance to really look deeply into this yet uh, scientists are developing a controversial contagious vaccine that could jump from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated however experts are warning of potential dangers I'm going to read a little bit of the article to you so you understand what we're talking about here uh, scientists are currently attempting to develop contagious vaccines that would spread from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated according to a new report a vaccine that fights disease but also is contagious is in development around the world. Scientists believe that creating a contagious vaccine could help prevent pandemics started by animals. However, some experts note that introducing a self-spreading vaccine is not only controversial but also potentially dangerous. Researchers are developing 
genetically engineered viruses that can spread from one animal to another, which will provide immunity to the disease. National Geographic reports that scientists are working on contagious vaccines for the extremely deadly Ebola virus, bovine tuberculosis, and Lassa fever, or Lassa fever. All three are zoonostic diseases, which are infectious diseases that are naturally transmissible from animals to humans. Scientists believe that they could expand development of the self-disseminating vaccines to other zoonostic diseases such as rabies, West Nile virus, Lyme disease, and the plague. Problem here is what it says further down in the article is that once you have a... um, vaccine that can spread from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated, eventually, once it has spread throughout, let's say, the entire population, that like diseases or viruses, excuse me, do, it will end up mutating and end up turning itself into a disease. It will end up being a type of virus rather than a vaccine. So that's going to end up being a problem in the long run. I also see another problem here. See, I think about the coronavirus because that's that's the latest where they're trying to force you to take a vaccine that you don't want. That's where they, you know, threw aside that whole my body, my choice thing, which you don't hear about anymore, even pertaining to um, abortions. And I guess that's because we flipped it, you know, turned it around on its head and used it against them. But I think that this is a way for them to get something into you, whether you want it or not. I do not know legally where that lies. I don't know if you would be allowed to sue. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how you would check. Right now, it's just being experimented on animals. But you know how quickly things change. You know, one month it's animals, and before you know it, it's real quiet. And six months later, all of a sudden, uh, it's out and about, and it's something that they're talking about and trying to convince the public is a good thing, or they're doing test runs in other countries. For example, I'll just give you a quick one. If you're not from Florida, uh, you may know or not know about the mosquito uh, issue. Obviously, we have mosquitoes down here. We're in the swamp. What do you expect? We haven't had a really cold winter in over a decade where we get down to freezing temperatures, which would really beat back the population and kind of self-correct itself there. So they decided to do this uh, experiment in Brazil. The experiment is Brazil's having problems with um, mosquitoes, much like us. So they've created a mosquito that basically is sterile. It can't fertilize the eggs or they can't mate. However, it works with mosquitoes. I'm definitely not a uh, uh, scientist when it comes to that, but they can't reproduce there. Let's just say they're all male mosquitoes. And so, um, the women and the, or the, the female species and the male species, uh, since it's sterile, they don't have, so the population would dwindle. <clears throat> well, what they found was, you know, I think of Jurassic Park, nature always finds a way. What they found was that it ended up evolving and making a type of super mosquito that um, they are having a hard time killing with the traditional pesticides uh, uh, that they would normally kill them with. 
And now they have an even bigger problem than before. Well, Lord and behold, since we never learn from our mistakes and we like to repeat the same stupid things over and over, they are now releasing those mosquitoes here in Florida in the Keys to try to knock back the mosquito population. What did not work over a three-year experiment in Brazil? Well, I guess they think they can do it better this time, so they're going to release the same thing. So I anticipate our mosquito problem here in Florida is probably going to get much worse. So going back... Um, are they going to attempt it on animals first and then they're going to try it out in another country and then eventually bring it here? You know, I would really like to know the answer to that legal question if they do do something like that, since nobody has ever heard of it. You know, first of all, you know, it's already going to be a problem. Let's be honest. There's no way this is going to work correctly, but let's just get beyond that. Legally, let's say, for example, covid they start injecting animals with it. Now it's transmissible, I guess, through air. Uh, it's another aerosol so that if you're just around and you're just breathing, so, you know, we're all going to end up being vaccinated. That's where it ends up lying. Well, can I sue the company because I never intended to get vaccinated? So you unintentionally uh, or you intentionally vaccinated me. I got it unintentionally because of your little experiment or your little science projects that you're doing. Can I sue you? and come after you legally for now having something in me that I did not want, uh, didn't even know it was happening? Or is this going to be another one where the Biden administration makes it where you cannot sue any of these pharmaceutical companies, you can't sue any of these companies that are doing this uh, because they're going to tell you it's for the greater of all good, and then the company could continue to get richer, we get stuff that we don't want, and I guess all is right in their sick little world. Something to keep an eye on. I didn't even, honestly, I mean, who knew that they were trying to develop a vaccine that would jump to an unvaccinated person? And, and, and even in saying that, who would think that that would be safe? Certainly not this guy. Because when I saw that, I was like, that's not going to go down well. There's no way. Um, the crisis in Ukraine continues. As expected, uh, because of the crisis in Ukraine, uh, Biden is not looking as hot as he once did. I don't think he ever looked real hot in, uh, at any point in time in his life, in his political career. But Biden's approval rating, 40%. It's not just the lowest of his presidency, but 70% of Americans have low confidence in Biden's ability to deal with Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, uh, and they blame Biden for his policies for the high and steady inflation in the economy. Also, 80% fear the war will raise gas prices and possibly involve into a nuclear war, and the overwhelming majority, 71%, say that they believe the country is headed in the wrong direction and disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of the economy with only a sad 33% approving. This is according to an NBC poll. Because it's from NBC, uh, you know, I don't really trust the poll. I think that they're going to be generous in the numbers that you're seeing. Even though they are high numbers and it looks bad for Biden, I'm sure they're probably much higher because their sampling are going to be people who are sympathetic with his administration and they want them want him, excuse me, to look good. Not only them, but mainstream media covers for the Biden administration and all of his failures all the time. So they are certainly going to do the best that they can. And if that's the best that they got, then that's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, 
that these numbers are in the toilet. His numbers will continue to sink because he's not actually doing anything to fix any of the problems that are going on right now. Everything that he is doing are just talking points and nonsense. He's not actually making taking any action and making a difference at on any front, whether it be economic, whether it be the oil crisis, whether it be the war, whether it be anything. He's not doing anything to help any situation out at all. It is Joe Biden, let's be honest. What has he done in his 600 years in office? Not a whole lot. I doubt all of a sudden the light switch is going to go on and he's going to change pace and actually be productive for once in his life. Now that he's nearing 80 years old, only has half of a marble floating around inside and can't even keep a straight thought. (sighs) Yes, indeed. All right, this last one I think you're going to like. I, I mean, I, it makes me feel better that there are still some sane people left in the world. A slew of Olympic coaches and swimming championship uh, alumni are calling on the NCAA to protect women's athletics and rectify the situation it created by allowing a biological man to compete with women. This letter was sent on Thursday to the NCAA amid controversy over the biological male, Thomas, who identifies as a transgender. Um, The letter is signed by six times NCAA Coach of the Year for the University of Arizona, Frank uh, Bush, who formerly served as, as the U.S. Swim National Team Director and coached the Olympic teams in 2004 and 2008, as well as U.S. Swimming Team Director Dennis Persley, a five-time Olympic coach and American Swimming Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. It is also signed by NCAA champion Marcia Smith and 36 other female swimmers who either competed in major national conferences, the NCAA, and or the Olympics, such as 2008 Olympian Lacey Nemeyer, Nemeyer, Nemeyer. Uh, You know, I suck with names. The new letter hits back the NCAA saying that it is hard to express the anguish the women in the swimming community have experienced this past week watching the 2022 NCAA Swim and Dive Championships and speaks to the irreversible damage to a sport that has transformed our own identities for for the better. Excuse me. Do we have a voice, the letter questioned. The people responsible for protecting women's sports should swiftly rectify the guidelines. The women from the University of Arizona will not quietly stand down while our victories and accomplishments float away. I can't tell you how hard it must have been to write that letter. It's actually very easy, but in from everything that I've been hearing in and around this whole situation... The girls that share, that are on the same team, that share a locker room with Mr. Twigs and Berries, uh, they're not even allowed to talk about the situation. They're not, allowed, they're not allowed to mention his name. It's a taboo subject to talk about. They're just supposed to accept that this six foot four, which I finally did look up, he's six foot four, six foot four athlete who is much, much larger than the rest of them. He obviously has a physical advantage over them, is destroying all of their accomplishments taking all of their records, and nobody's allowed to say anything about it. Finally, some people that had the stones to say something about it did, and I appreciate it, and I'm sure that they know what they are facing going forward. There's going to be backlash from the left. The crazy, the crazies are all going to come out and uh, try to cancel all of them for doing what they did. It does take 
courage to write that letter because they know they're going to get canceled and they want to continue working in a sport that they love and doing what they did. It's probably going to be an automatic that you will no longer uh, be welcome there and they're going to really not want much to do with any of the swimmers or the coaches after this. It'll probably be tough to find a job. I'm glad they are standing up. It's hard for people like that that love what they do and they want to be involved in the sports. It's a lot easier for people like myself, like Ron DeSantis, that we're just going to say and do what's right. We don't. I'm not worried about being canceled. As a matter of fact, I would personally consider being canceled as a uh, stripe that I earned. That, oh, I must be doing a really good job. Ron DeSantis went out of his way to uh, put together some documents stating that the second place winner was actually the first place winner because she is a a native Floridian and she deserves her title. The, uh, like I said, Mr. Twigs and Berries shouldn't even be in the pool. I saw a video clip of, uh, if you don't know the rapper, I, that was probably in an era where I stopped really paying too much attention to rap music and really got deeper into what I currently listen to now. Um, but a rapper, a little boozy, uh, had a, uh, I definitely can't play the audio for you because he's cursing up a storm, but he understands and, uh, a very solid point that he makes. And I hope that a lot of people were paying attention because it's going to happen is when people see things like this, where Tom Thomas is able to win and probably going to get some type of a contract and make money out of doing it. Like he said, you're going to start having these guys and they're going to be seven foot five and they're going to raise them to be big and strong like me, a big, strong men. And they're going to be the meanest competitors in the world. And then they're going to have them grow some long hair, say they're a girl and they're going to dominate women's sports. They're going to get all the big contracts and you're going to completely eliminate these poor ladies from history. So even somebody like himself, yeah, I don't know anything about him. I don't know politically how he aligns. I'm just talking about sheer common sense here. Okay, Even somebody like himself has enough common sense to say this is wrong, what's happening is wrong, and it needs to be fixed. I'm glad that some people are still willing to stand up to it, knowing that they're probably going to lose everything for doing it. So thank you to them. Somebody like, again, like myself, like Ron DeSantis, like a boozer, somebody like us that doesn't care about getting canceled and doesn't care about what they think, we're going to say what we need to say, but those people uh, actually showed some backbone. All right, that's Monday's episode. Uh, was a little bit quiet this weekend, which was nice. You know, I mean, the news wasn't getting too crazy. I think the one that got me the most was the whole um, aerosol vaccine that potentially they're testing out. That one was kind of a, a crazy article to read. If you want to find that article, by the way, I saw it on The Blaze. So you go to theblaze.com. You can check that out there and read that article. There's more to it. I didn't read the whole thing to you. You'll probably appreciate that one. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. Uh, If you'd like to follow me um, or like me, I don't know how Facebook works. I'm still figuring all that. I mean, I'm on it, but uh, I don't truly understand uh, everything about it. And maybe I'm I'm not real great with those uh, type of apps, but uh, Facebook. Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Uh, uh, Twitter. Ooh, sorry, my brain's not working. Twitter. At L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Gab or Parlor. I am at The Real Little Joe. Cloud Hub. I am at Little Joe CC. Rumble. I am at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. YouTube. I am at Little Joe CC. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to the website, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section and leave me a message. It is Monday. 
Uh, the week begins. I will see you again tomorrow.